Welcome to the How to Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Santiago. Today is a great episode. I found Mary Rosa by accident because someone posted in a Facebook group that they got featured in a blog. And normally I just skim through it, but this one really caught my eye. It was a blog about Latino weddings. And if you know me, I always look for those niche specialty sites that feature not only real people, but also weddings that are relatable to every single culture. So this blog is amazing. It has so much potential and it's grown so much in a span of a short amount of time. And I can't wait for you to hear this episode. Wedding planning, especially if it's your first time, can feel like you're heading into the great unknown. There's so many resources, but they're mostly generalized or they're out of touch, right? That's why every week we're talking to a new guide to at least give you helpful tips to make your planning a little bit easier. When we come back, Mary Rosa Anderson of Amor Latino Unveiled is here and we're talking about the evolution and traditions of Latino weddings. Let's face it, you don't want to be lost in the woods with someone who grew up in the city, right? How to Wedding is coming right up because, just like what we always say, if we're getting lost... said yes to my invitation and I'm so happy. I was glad to be asked. Glad to be asked. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. First first of all, um just to break the ice, I want to ask you who did you vote for? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm going to ask you. Let's <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask We don't want <laughs> Okay, I'm going to ask you, um, tell us something about yourself that the okay. audience is probably going to be surprised to know about you. Um, or do you just well, want to talk about who you voted for? That's right. I'm actually only four foot eleven, so I'm very, very short. So right now, sitting in the chair, my feet are hanging. Um, and yeah, I think that, that probably surprises people quite a bit. <laughs> and that I'm a lot older than I look. So... That's, That's really a good surprising. I thought you were taller. No, four foot eleven. That's, That's crazy. No, I, I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to meet you now. <laughs> okay, People so. Say, so there you go. Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, now I. I before we get into um, what we're going to talk about, I always yep. love to know about the origin story of people. And uh, I would love to know what your origin story is. What uh, what got you into this industry? So I'm actually originally from Puerto Rico. Um, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico and lived there till I was about uh, 10 years old when we moved to the United States to Northern Virginia. So uh, about 20 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. is the best way to explain it. Um, always been into photography. So that's how I got into the wedding industry. I started uh, back in 2006 with lifestyle photography and from there some weddings, got the bit by the wedding bug and focused on weddings for up until now, almost 14 years. So I've been doing about 20 to 40 weddings a year since then. Um, and that's really what got me into the wedding industry. And then from there, it has evolved through the photography into um, 
the Latino market and the Latino voice within the wedding industry. That's amazing. But before anything else, I was, I'm a photographer and then also this great second project and life I have right now. Let, let me just say that once you get being in the photography or video industry, when you're in the wedding industry, it really helps when you're trying to get into a different venture because you're going to save does. money on public, you know, branding. You know, you can just take photos of yourself. That's right. <laughs> you know? okay. that makes, but I'm not a good subject when it comes to being in front of the camera. I'm much better behind the camera than I am in front of it. So, um, but yet yeah, it's, it's true. You look at things through a different um, lens. That's so Definitely. cool. Okay. So now uh, the reason why we're here is because I invited you because you have a, a new venture that you've done. And do you mind describing to us what it is? Sure. So I'll explain what it is and then I'll, I'll let you know how kind of I got to where it is today. Um, I launched on March 1st of last year, sort of 2019, Amor Latino Unveiled. And what that is, is a wedding blog, an international wedding blog, where every couple that's featured within the blog, their true real weddings, their engagements, style shoots, um, at least one of them has a connection to the Latino heritage. So that was very, very important. That was the main reason um, for showcasing our culture and our traditions, um, whether you are a first generation or fifth generation Latino, um, when you're touched by that culture within your life, uh, it is a very powerful part of your life. And I did not find a place within the wedding industry where that was reflected um, out there. So how it came about was that about, about two years ago, I did a styled shoot, as many photographers know what those are. And it was something that had been sitting in my heart for a long time to do a styled shoot to celebrate the Latina bride. So we brought together, um, I reached out to a friend of mine who is a wedding planner here in the area. She's from Mexico and kind of said, hey, let's do this. And it wasn't about bringing only Latino vendors. It was about bringing people together to celebrate a culture and traditions, colors and sounds and music and all of those things. Um, so we had a wide array of vendors. And as a photographer, you want to get it published. That's the goal. Um, and I went on a hunt to what I wanted that market to be like. Yes, I got it published. I was thrilled to get it published. Um, however, um, I wanted to get it published in the Latino market. And unfortunately, um, after months of market research, there really was no place for the Latino bride and or groom or connection to the heritage out there in the marketplace of anything representing us. Um, you know, you, it, it, any type of wedding that you want to do out there, there's a blog that kind of guides you. You know, if you want to do, you know, if you're, you know, if you're African American and, and you want those cultures and those traditions and those things that we grew up with, there's a blog for that. Um, but if we don't see ourselves in images and we don't, we don't feel represented, I think that's the way human nature is. So uh, I was raised by a woman that kind of said, if there's a problem, don't complain about it unless you have a uh, solution. If you do have the solution, go figure it out. So I united fronts with uh, my good friend and we launched Amor Latino last March. So we'll be just about a year old. And from that, um, back in September, um, she moved on to focus more on her business and some other things on her end, and I took it over completely. So I am the only person that runs this at this point, um, but we, uh, that's what I focus on. I focus on showcasing 
um, weddings from all over the world, a lot here in the United States. I would say 90% are US based. Um, plus what we also do is um, we allow or we have a vendor, a vendor directory so that vendors can be listed on there regardless of background. So that ideally a couple can come onto the website, look for vendors in their regions across the country and across the world. They, are, they can find um, access to our marketplace. So there's all encompassing one place for couples that have that connection to the Latino heritage and want to include that as part of their wedding day. So that's how it all came about. Um, so here we are a year later and it's, it's growing very grassroots, but it's definitely growing. And we provide, I provide a lot of um, downloads and free guides to couples about traditions and things like how to get your Latino guests to RSVP for a wedding because you know culturally oh, man. You have one person and 15 show up. Um, so as we were saying earlier, so um, it does all those kind of downloads and those are free to our readers and all of that. Oh, wow. They're all free. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. All the resources like that are free people, you know, um, the, the things that are there from the vendor side of the house and, advertising and vendor directory and the marketplace those have a very minimal fee simply because it helps sustain the website um, and it helps sustain the mission of what what I'm trying to do yeah. I, I remember um, I was I'm, I'm in a wedding group here in SoCal and I was telling you that the reason the the way I found out about you was one of the vendors he has like a cigar bar and he's like, oh, I, our, our cigar bar got featured on this website. And I go to the site and I'm like, you're right. It's the, one of the it's the only one I've ever seen like that, that it's just focus, uh, focused on a niche. And I, I love that because you're giving something realistic to to people who are planning, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love that. That's a really, and really goes, smart idea. And it goes both ways because I've gone to wedding events and, and wedding shows where the, you know, a lot of our, here in the United States, a lot of our couples are, are fusion. They're two cultures completely combining. Um, I mean, my husband is not Spanish speaking. He's American and as I am, but I'm from Puerto Rico, but we still had things that were tradition based from Puerto Rico because he acknowledges and celebrates my culture as that's part of who I am. Um, but it's interesting to meet couples where, let's say, the, you know, if the bride is um, Latina and the groom is not, or vice versa, I, I met a, a non-Latina bride come to me and say, how cool, my, my fiance is from Peru, how great that I can find things, how I can incorporate his culture in our wedding. So the website is in English. The website is not in Spanish because one of the reasons I created this was to allow all inclusivity. And to me, love is love and all inclusive is so important to me that it doesn't matter to me if a vendor is Latino or not, they're still servicing every community. And that's the way we should all be treated in, in, the, in the ability to be reached by all types of vendors, um, not just Latino vendors or not just American vendors or things like that. Um, so, the blog itself is in English because I want it to be a base language across the world. Um, and that is English, you know. Okay, that's be, good. I don't know if I want to write any of those blog posts in Spanish. <laughs> There's too many versions of Spanish. There's too many slang. Plus, uh, I, I won't be able to understand it. <laughs> 
I want to understand it. Exactly. And that's exactly the point. The point is, if we want this all inclusivity and we want to be part of this greater community, it has to have a common bond. And the common bond here um, and on the Internet is English. Yes. So that's kind of the focus. Also, your point that you said that you have fusion couples. So you would want to you would want the few the half of the fusion to be yeah. able to understand everything. That's really good. Exactly. Exactly. I, and you know, that's the people that you, you know, my husband fell in love with me and vice versa, but he, he fell in love with me. And part of me is made up of a culture. Part of you is made up of a culture, whether, you know, even though I, I believe you and your wife are both Philippine, Filipinos, you still value those things in your culture. That's part of who you are. So I think we need to celebrate that regardless of what culture it is, whether it's American or, or Latina, or Filipino, or whatever. Yeah, some we all come from somewhere, and it's exactly. you know that's that's the reason why this is a great country because it's a country yeah. of mix, it, just immigrants yeah. like from different yeah. places. And yeah. I remember we did a wedding last year, and they're all white. They mm-hmm. said, "Okay, for the for the uh, garter toss." We are going to do something different because my sister married a Peruvian. I think he was Peruvian. <laughs> and they have a tradition where he's going to throw like a box of alcohol or liquor. Yes. And whoever yes. catches it. Is it is that Peruvian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a few people that do that. So I've never seen it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is great. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's That's, fantastic. So it's yeah. it's, you know, things like these, like. Those small details, like even for them, they're not Latino, but they wanted that in there because it's something special. It's something different. Exactly. And, you know, and I've said it before, for, if I put my photographer hat on for a minute and I say, if we don't celebrate all of these traditions, and it could be something as simple as, you know, an American family, ha- you know, does something at every wedding. I mean, as a photographer, I've done weddings where, the couple is not Latino and they've come to me and said, at every wedding, we take this type of photo with all the generations or all the cousins. Well, we need to make sure that's celebrating their traditions and their culture and what they've been brought up with. If we don't document it and celebrate it during these big events, eventually they go away because as generations flow, you lose it. And I want my kids to look at an album and go, what was mom thinking she was doing throwing that box of liquor? Because it says, oh, well, your grandmother, and there comes back that tradition. And, and that's just something that's so incredibly important. It's made me who I am. You know, I moved here when I was 10. I did not know a single word of English at all. Um, I, the only vision I had of women or girls in the United States was Barbie. So I thought I was going to be the only brunette in the United States. It was a very sad nine-year-old world. And um, I got here on a Saturday, and I was put in school on that Monday, not knowing a single word of English. Wow. My mom said, go for it. See you later. And we just figured it out. So, um, but when I got home, I was still in the comfort of my Latino home. And the assumption a lot of times is, oh, maybe the family didn't know English or maybe, no, my mom's college degree, corporate. She wanted to keep and instill in us the roots that we were brought up with back home. Um, And that continues to stay with me to this day. And I'm so grateful for that because I celebrate it every single day. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the thing too with with cultural weddings. There's always a story. There's always There's a story always. from the parents, from the bride, from the groom and it it's mm-hmm. something that 
you know, when you when you capture it with photos or video and then you show it to them, you the 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 part their story is going to be part of their story and it's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. and you know, the videographer, if you don't capture that through your video, oh yeah. It doesn't survive. Yeah. You know, it doesn't survive. Uh, one one last thing before I move to another the, the other question. I love what I love about when I started filming here was filming here in the US, I mean, was people break the traditions because mm -hmm. they want to just I I th I guess they 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 get inspiration from other cultures. You know, mm -hmm. when like Catholics, we don't see e each other until we, they start walking. But some some couples, they just break it because they want to be different. And they've seen that before. And right. I, I love that. I love that yeah. we're trying to preserve. You're trying to preserve a culture that's for the for the next generations. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So now, since you've, you're like me, you've been in an industry for a uh, a while and you've had a lot of weddings under your belt. What mm -hmm. are the most common mistakes you see couples make in their wedding planning process? Oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, ha um, I have time. I have time. No, so I think, I think the biggest, and, and I don't know if it's a mistake or is it a misconception. And I can only talk for what I've experienced and myself in general. Um, if I were to say from a vendor perspective, I would tell all couples to make sure that you have a connection and a relationship to the human being that that vendor is. It may be somebody that you don't see very often. Maybe it's, I don't know, the person that's making you the table signs on Etsy. But what, what that means is that that person has a home-based business and that person has taken value in your day. Yes, they're getting paid, but there's still a human behind it. Um, and I think it, it's very easy planning a wedding to forget the human element because it is expensive. And you're just like, who can give me the best for the least? And I totally agree with that. But don't sacrifice your experience along the way. I do believe that there's certain things. And just like anything, you get what you pay for. So just because X person may be $500 less, it doesn't mean that you're going to get the same things, you know, and um, at the end of the day, you've got to book and, and hire the vendors that meet the vision of what you want for your wedding day. Um, and if you, everyone's on a budget. I, I love the fact of, oh, and I'm on a budget. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, but so am I. I'm on a budget. You're on a budget. You know that you need to be able to charge X amount for your video services to be able to sustain your business. That's your budget. You know, um, you can't do the same job that you would do for $4,000. You can't do the same job for that for $200. It's not your budget. So I think that that whole budget thing is, is find something that fits that niche of of cost for you and get the best that you can within that the people that are going to be closest to you on your wedding day videographer photographer make sure you like them that you like them as humans because if you don't you're going to get annoyed with them very much so on the day that they need to be your your ground on that wedding day there's plenty of times that you and i and what we live at is we have to kind of have that sanity check with our couples for them to know that we're an extension of them that we got their back 
And they don't get that unless they get to know Paul. They get to know you as a person. I always tell my couples that I am a human being before I'm a photographer. Absolutely. Um, and, and I'm not transactional. So I don't feel as though my photography is just going to be a transaction. And then, no, you actually mean something to me. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. So mistake wise, I just think that when you get so cut up on a specific budget that it's not willing to shift, you could ideally make the wrong decision that you will later regret. Yeah. Yeah. I always believe that it, whenever you decide that you're going to get married, oh, I mean, whenever you decide that you're going to have a wedding, it's already right. a luxury. It's weddings Absolutely. are luxury. Like that's Absolutely. you're you're not support, you don't need to have a wedding. You could just marry yeah. in a you know somewhere. Right. But yeah. having that mindset would yeah. immediately like I feel like change people people's Absolutely. perception, right? Yeah, and I always say you know what my husband and I did a vow renewal about almost five years ago. So I've been recently on that other side, and it's expensive. But as a photographer, I have photographed weddings where the budget was $150,000 for the wedding, you know, at the Willard Hotel in Washington, D.C., next to the White House. And I have photographed a backyard wedding with, that when I walked in, I said, oof, I'm their budget. They're still just as important. The oh, photos yeah. are still beautiful. The groom, the bride, the couple are still just as amazing because at the end of the day, they're marrying the person they want. I, oh, I it, always tell my friends... We we got into this business not because of the money. It, we 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 got into this business for the connection, like the because I could always I could always be a filmmaker and like at least like do corporate work and get paid more. But there's no connection there. There's no connection if I film like an event for Taco Bell. They're not going to yeah. be like, oh my god, this is the greatest video I've ever. No, they're <laughs> never going to say that. And that's what fuels your us. order that gets paid at the end of the month and you move on and then buy right so th i feel like connection is what we're looking for Absolutely. of course yeah. we want to make money so we need yeah. to charge accordingly but right. you know it's also it's yeah and you know, i if i really you know if i really want to hear the same songs every single weekend <laughs> i can just make a playlist yeah. you know i want the connection and and from a photography perspective so many of my couples have come back as their families are growing. So what ends up happening is I've got someone second and third kids. And I, then I look at, it, I go, Oh my gosh, if I go back to engagement, wedding, maternity of the first, the first full year of that child, maternity on the second, the second life, you know, that's a family. I, I attended a birthday party for one of my, my wedding couples. And literally I was with his mom in the kitchen cooking the tacos. Oh, and I was there for for the little girl's first birthday, and the mom said, "Oh, you've got to go upstairs to her nursery." When I went upstairs to her nursery, every photo in that nursery was mine. That just I teared up. I thought, "This is the connection I want to make." Yeah, that's the difference I want to make in somebody's life. You know, so it's it's a tough one, but it's a fun one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel too. No, so yeah. I, now I want to ask you, how do you feel about? I, I feel like this is an issue for me. Okay. But how do you feel about couples? <laughs> how do you feel about Pinterest couples? 
But before you answer that, I really want to talk about the Facebook group that we started that is exclusively for couples who are planning their wedding. No wedding vendors allowed. Actually, there'll be a few hand-picked ones to moderate, but they're pros, so they won't be nasty. That way, you can really be honest and ask any question. We can talk about budgeting, venues, tips, tricks, recipes. You can even vent about your mom. No judgment. Only request is, be nice to everybody. Our goal is to help you plan a wedding, not regret having one. All right? Just click on the group's link in the show notes and we'll hope to see you there. Now, what was your answer to my question? In, in this country, in this world now, we're such a blend of people. We come from all shapes and sizes and, and we still find that one connection to the other. Um, Pinterest, to me, I've learned to, to use it myself. But you also have to realize that Pinterest is a search engine. So from the perspective of ideas and concepts, it's fantastic. I always tell couples that if you're going to do Pinterest for your wedding, use it for inspiration, not duplication. Um, I sometimes will tell couples when they're kind of stuck on, if I ask them, well, what do you like? Like, tell me a little bit more about what you envision. They kind of clam up. When I turn it around, I say, tell me what you don't like. They are immediately able to tell me what they don't like. But if you think about it, nobody pins something they cannot see themselves doing or trying. So it does give you insight into things. But again, if you're if I'm I'm a Latina bride and I'm looking for that type of inspiration and all I see is one vision of, of a bride in a dress it's really hard for me to picture myself. The same thing goes to, but keep it in mind that I think it goes further than, I think it goes further than hair color being blonde. You know what I mean? I think it goes everywhere from, from male to female, to height, to size, yep. to being large, to being short, to being older, to be younger. I think it goes across the whole span. Pinterest is this, is this vision of what, social media wants you, the world to be versus the reality of who we are. You know, from a photographer, every wedding that I do, unless I live, like I mentioned, outside of Washington, D.C., which means there's a lot of politics and, um, you know, I'm 20 minutes from the CIA. <laughs> so there's oh, a wow. lot of times that there are weddings that happen that um, maybe a handful here and there that the photos do not get online because the jobs that the that the couple has do not allow them for that. And that's totally okay. But other than that, every one of my weddings is on my website. I do a peek. Why? Because to me, every couple is perfect the way they are. And I've had large couples and I've had small couples. I had tall couples and short couples, you know, as a four foot 11 photographer, I've been asked, well, how are you going to deal with me being six foot five? And I look at them and I go, I stand on a chair. It's never been a problem for me. So we'll take care of it. You know, the good thing about being this short is no one sees you. <laughs> so no one gets in your way. They can just shoot over your head. <laughs> uh, but from, from the culture side, Pinterest can be tough on anybody's self-esteem. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to say that I just went to a wedding yesterday. Wait, when is it? Oh, I, I went to a wedding Sunday. <laughs> um, and I was looking for inspiration for mm -hmm. 
for a suit that I was going to wear. I'm like, I want to, you know, jazz yeah. it up a, a little bit. And all of the things that I have saw at first are people that are not the same size as me. So I that's the beauty of the internet. My, that's my point. Is the beauty of Instagram, the be- beauty of Facebook and Google is that you could narrow your search and you be able to see. Like now I get I go to a site go- called Good Counsel and all mm-hmm. their their models are plus size guys, like big guys. Like, right. You know, big boned gentlemen. And exactly. that's perfect because now I'm like I could kind of like see myself in okay. this yeah, and it, like I said, it's not just culture. It's it's height. It's you know ed, ed, anything and everything. You know, and uh, we have these visions of what people should be or culture should be, without really having the substance underneath it to say that's the way they are. You know, I've been told plenty of times, "You're too white to be Puerto Rican." <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't think they were paid for being Puerto Rican, but I'm kind of going, "Well, my." great-grandparents were from my great-grandfather was from the canary islands which is off of the you know off the coast of africa in spain yeah he was blonde hair blue eyed i'm still just as puerto rican i was born and raised there and you can have somebody stand next to me that is completely darker or lighter and it doesn't we're still just as puerto rican so it's quite interesting to see that dynamic of it yeah. it makes it fun sometimes so i will give you that oh yeah when they don't think you understand the language and you do <laughs> Oh, I've I've had those before. Not oh, me, yeah. not me. But I I I've I've heard stories about those things. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. I guess what 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 do you want for couples? What are you trying to do for the couples who go to your site? Like. What are you trying trying to help them with? Yeah, I'm trying to help them a few things. I want the website to be the place where couples that have, where one of them has a connection to the Latino culture can come in and look at those traditions and look at and be inspired by the weddings that they can see themselves in. That's the first thing. Um, As I continue to grow, I want them to come to the website to find vendors that service that marketplace. In our in my vendor directory, I have about 140 or so vendors right now. And you know, both both um, American and Latino doesn't matter. The only difference is that if you're bilingual, we put a I put a little rose next to your name so people know that hey, they could be bilingual in Spanish or know a little bit of Spanish or know Portuguese or things like that. Um, but other than that, to come together into one hub. Um, The marketplace, which is what I'm opening up in March, will be, again, a hub where couples can come find things that they may need for their wedding. Some things will have to do with the Latino culture. Um, Some things will be, you know, like I'm putting up a line of like t-shirts, you know, the bride tribe and things like that, but in Spanish and English. So you get a little bit of that, little bit of spice in there. but you'll also have the ability to have online stores that sell things to consumers, be able to be a portal to get to them. So that's what the marketplace is going to be. Um, I want it to be a one-stop shop that will give people the ability to have all their questions answered or find the resources 
um, of the questions they may have. Um, I introduce every couple in my posts. So I post five days a week. And um, the first line in it is meet the couple. To me, it's very important to give a face to what you're seeing. So when I tend to look for different things within the images that I post um, that maybe other blogs don't, um, I'm not just looking for the best editorial kind of stuff. I'm looking for the real connection. I just uh, have a blog coming up. I think it's next week. Sometimes I get ahead of it and I kind of forget what day it falls on. But there were just these two images of her hugging um, her grandmother. Culturally, that's important to us. So I tend to try to bring things like that in where it's going to make that connection. The difference is that I'm putting a face to it. So Amor Latino Unveiled is me, is me trying to give a voice to the culture through whatever ways I can. You know, we do guest blogging. So like today we had a guest blog about 12 Latino inspired wedding party gifts, hilarious gifts, but they were all like just a little bit of a spice to it. Um, and who doesn't want like a Patron uh, bottle as a shot, you know, but it's, it's that uniqueness. Um, so I want it to be a place where everybody can find themselves. Um, even in a mixed couple, a mixed cultural couple, like my husband, military, you know, former military, married a Puerto Rican girl. And I married a guy from Michigan. Like, you know, it just doesn't, but they can find themselves there. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to say that when I came across your website, yeah, it's just, just like what I said earlier, it it was just mind blowing because Thank you, you you really dared to, you know, just make sure it's, that Latinos have a voice, and I yeah. truly truly appreciate that. Uh, it, it makes me happy with who I am, and I I love stories. I love traditions. I love like one of the biggest things to me that is so important at a wedding are generations. If somebody says to me, "Oh my, you know, my grandmother doesn't walk very well," we just won't worry about that photo. I, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to make the time for the photo because unfortunately, the only times we come together as people in today's world is at weddings and funerals. You need the photo of grandma. Yeah. You know, to me, the, sad, the, the saddest but heartwarming moments are unfortunately when somebody passes and the photos, thankfully, that they have to go back to are the ones I've captured. So I t I, I'm in love with every grandparent you can imagine. Because they remind me of my own grandparents, you know, and things like that. That's that's awesome. I, I love that you see. That's why it's a plus that you're a photographer and you have this blog. I, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It's interesting because I wear these two different hats. I I look at the photos that are submitted from a photography perspective and an emotional perspective. Yes. Do not get me wrong. You're going to find the details. You're going to find the inspiration for the details and all of that but I want the blog to have its own heartbeat. I want the blog to feel as though that if somebody goes in there and reads a story, uh, you know, reads a little blurb about this high school sweetheart, how, you know, I'll be honest, I did a story recently. It was last couple of weeks ago. They met, it was a Puerto Rican couple. It was one of the first Puerto Rican weddings that I did. The story got me. They met after Hurricane Maria working at a fast food restaurant. They're both nurses with master's degrees. 
and they could not get a better life in Puerto Rico. So he joined the Air Force and she moved back to, um, uh, to I think it was Connecticut with her family to continue her education and left him behind. He went to the Air Force and over, um, over Christmas just eloped in the Justice of the Peace's house. Was the wedding out of this world? For them, it was. And that's the story I told. Did it have 500 details, perfect tint of blush? No. But it celebrated the story and the love that they had. And that, to me, is what matters. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Just, you know, focusing culturally, especially for us, you know, we, we know what to expect. And, yeah. the, you know, we even even if we know what to expect, something else is going to happen. And we're always, always. <laughs> we're all. Yeah. So that's you when they do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what's going on? It's is everyone yeah. drunk. So, mm-hmm. OK, now that um, now that we've talked about that, I would love it if the couples have any questions for you or yeah. uh, I would love it if you could tell them how to reach you and where to go. Sure. So super easy. So um, the website is Amor Latino Unveiled. And I chose that name because I felt as though it was the unveiling of a love that maybe some people are not familiar with. I want it to be something that even if you're not Latino and it's of interest, be culturally, you know, go figure it out. It's interesting because we do not look at um, one thing I've learned. It's not about the Latino wedding. It's about the Mexican wedding and the Peruvian wedding and the Colombian wedding, the Puerto Rican wedding. It's by country. Fascinating to me. I knew that, but didn't know that until I really got into the market research of, of what I was doing. And I thought, why aren't these hashtags working? But the moment I flipped it and took it even one more granular level to pick out a country, the world changed. Um, as you know, I don't know how it is in the Philippines, but even now when I meet a Puerto Rican person here, What's your last name? Whose family are you from? Uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, what town are you from? And those are those connections. Um, but couples can find us again, Amor Latino, pretty simple to spell, um, unveiled.com. Uh, you can reach me through there. Vendors are able to reach out through there, get the media kit for the programs that we have, um, as well as on the website. Um, launching next month is also I've put together all the free resources into one page. Um, They're in there and you can find them on the side panel, but I wanted a place that actually said click here and have them all in one area. So that's actually being published over the next week. So everything is right in there and you can find everything from about Vibora de la Mar, which is a Mexican tradition about the Aras ceremony, Lasso, how to get Latino couples to RSVP to your wedding, which is the toughest thing ever. How to have a bilingual ceremony. We've even put together a guide for that. And we continue to put guides together. Some of them were blog posts that I think I've repurposed as guides because I want to give the couple something tangible that they can download or that they can put on their phone. So everything right through there. That's perfect. And um, she is going to send me all of that information. And we're going to put it in the notes section down below. So... I finally I want to say that you have inspired us to you know you have inspired us to just be ourselves and I love that. I love that you when I saw that you just inspired me to be me 
And I've always had this imposter syndrome that, oh, people aren't going to believe me because I'm brown or what, I'm a guy and I'm brown. And I'm doing a, a podcast or a video on in the net wedding industry. But, you know, you, you just pushed me. You just pushed me to be, become me. And I it's, appreciate that. Um, I wasn't always that easy for me. And we talked about this before we went, we went live. But it wasn't always easy. I, I, and I still have that issue sometimes. And I just have to stop myself and say, who, who am I inside and where am I feeling the proudest and the most at home? And that's living my truth and living who I am. And, you know, I, um, I'm not perfect, but I'm just going to take it with, you know, if I survive one day, we're moving forward. And, and um, you know, I think that's just really important to celebrate who we are. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to have you as a guest <laughs> here because Thank you. I want people to share that same, oh, yeah. same yeah. thought. Send and, those stories. I mean, oh, yeah. I would love to hear from couples that want to either learn or things that they get from the blog or even submit their own um, weddings. You know, I'm on Two Bright Lights, so people can submit through Two Bright Lights directly to me. It's me that gets it. So anytime that you reach out through the blog, it's not a staff behind the scenes that's running it. It's me. Um, I'm the one with the emails. I'm the one accepting everything. I'm the one creating every ad. Um, and everything that you're seeing. I have some help behind the scenes because I can't code in WordPress. It's just not something I do. Um, but other than that, it's me. So I, I want, you're reaching out to a human. That's, yeah. that's, that's perfect because you, you know, you're one of the few blogs left that actually has a heart in it. And it's, yeah. there's more, there's, it's very passionate and you could, you could actually you. feel the, the drive yeah. of your blog. And I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so Thank much. Yeah. And all the best to you. Thanks. That's the interview. And I hope you learned something today. Feel free to reach out to our guest if you have any questions by clicking on their link in the show notes. This episode of the How to Wedding Podcast is done. But be sure to hit subscribe to our podcast to keep you up to date. Share this to someone who'll need it. And join the Facebook group to keep the discussion going. See you next time. And don't forget, if we're going to get lost... 